Well, cheers for coming down today, JP. Welcome to the Digital Noir Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks for bringing the uh, the platter and, and Christo friendly as well. Yes, how, how nice vegan is platter for Christo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, extremely. We did, yeah, we did miss out on the meat though. Yes. Yeah, I'll be Not honest with you. We've, we've got a new platter, pigs in a blanket. And, <laughs> oh, damn! It's so bloody good. Next time, but that's okay. I've got <laughs> something for the rest of us. I, I respect you. I respect your uh, veganism, Christo. But yes. next time we need the pigs yes. in a blanket. <laughs> it's as good as vegan. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah, it. it is. Um, so yeah, tell us more about the strawberries. What what uh, the full details? Well, obviously strawberries. At the moment, there's um, needles in strawberries. Mm-hmm. Well, in fact, there's a couple of people that have actually done that. So mm. the the reality for that is, is some of these farmers actually might not have um, a, a business after this whole incident oh, because yeah. what originally has happened is the sales in stores have slowed down. Yep. That's why we've asked to make sure that customers continue to shop to support local. See, yeah. in South Australia, our, our, uh, our strawberry season doesn't really start for two to three weeks. Sure. So we want to make sure that when it's ready, the, you know, the farmers you know, are producing the best quality produce in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like South Australia has the best produce in the world and Australia has the best produce in the world. So for us it's really about supporting local and making sure you know a couple of idiots were doing stuff you know it's in a banana and there was a nail in a yeah. Woolworths apple yeah you know, I mean that's what you get for shopping at Woolworths yeah. but, but <laughs> for the rest of them an industry wide it's a it's it is a problem and it's interesting that you don't need to blow things up to become a terrorist these yeah days that's right because yeah no kidding the, the downturn of that is and if you go to the extreme of it the worst case scenario we could have is actually importing Fruit and veg, mm, sure. Mm. To this country because we're dumping things like that. It's crazy, from, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Especially when we're, we're sitting in, you know, one of the worst droughts in, in the east coast in forever, and you know, we're now we're dumping produce that, that has been grown. So. Yeah, and the footage is horrifying when you see it. I mean, the reality is we're talking, I think, fourth isolated cases, mm, and yeah. there's potentially millions of punnets out there. Oh, really? It's crazy. Oh, so, JP, you're the uh, assistant manager at Drake's Supermarkets? <laughs> <laughs> assistant general manager. <laughs> general manager. <laughs> it's a little bit different. Yeah, but, um, yeah basically, I'm our GM. Yeah. He's, he's my boss, so cool. the old man's not my boss. Yeah. So, from a very early age, I had him as my boss, and he's uh, in the industry probably one of the toughest men in the industry so it's mm. good because dad was or two you know he always went for the employee side not mine every time yeah. so sure. <laughs> oh, nice. got dad out of it um started as a trolley boy and whatnot and, and worked my way up literally every department mm. and then went over to queensland and ran queensland for eight years cool um we now we've got 23 stores in queensland moved back here about four years ago now and yeah, I'm assistant to the GM. So, tell us a bit more about the store. I mean, it seems like you guys are going from strength to strength and and, and really growing. And I think it's great to see South Australian brands really, uh, you know, dominating amongst you know those big corporate yeah know, megaliths well, that sit in, in the industry. Well, do you know, I can tell a bit of a story about how sure. started. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right. So back in the day, Dad was a trainee manager for Coles. Yep. And he was down um, stationed at uh, Mount Gambier. As you could imagine, it's quite a cold place. And he asked for a heater and he asked for a wardrobe to hang up their shirts. Got called into the office in, in South Australia. So in Adelaide, sorry, got called into the office. And basically said, oh, look, you're not going to make it. 
uh, in this industry with those sort of requirements. So, <laughs> he, so that was the pivotal part. He, he left yeah. and he was working in a three-laned, it was a clothing store, but it's called Jack and Jill's. Okay. And the, there was a husband and wife and he'd been there for a while, doing exceptionally well. Husband dies. The wife then funds him money into back into the... She said, I'll fund you. Do you want to buy it? And, you know, he's a... How old was that? He would have been in his 20s at the time. Okay. He took it. And, you know, Eleanor was a lady there. She still was coming. She'd recently passed away, but she was coming to all of our functions ever since. And, wow. and, and he bought his first big store in Torrensville. Everyone thinks I'm Dracos. I'm not actually Greek. <laughs> um, because that's how he got away with having that having that there. And, you know, the, the rest is kind of history now. Where was we, the store in Torrensville? Uh, on Hanley Beach Road. So okay. Torrensville Foodland. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's been there for a while. And, you know, the, the, the rest is really history. I mean, we have, we have 35, 38 stores in South Australia, 24 in Queensland, growing quite rapidly in both. Wow. Um, Obviously, just about to big, build a big warehouse. I don't know if you guys yeah, have heard about I've that. Yeah, heard about so. that, yeah. $80 so, million, dollars, was it? Yeah, it's an $80 million project. Mm-hmm. So, we've just started that. The ter- then we're obviously turning soil on that. So, for us, mm-hmm. the, this, you know, you can, we've been a retailer the whole time. Yeah. Um, but now's the time. I mean, we you, everyone's becoming vertically integrated. Sure. There's, there's not enough room anymore with the likes of the big, the two ugly sisters and, and Audi <laughs> that, you know, we there's no room to have a middleman. You, we need to be competitive, more, more yeah. competitive on price. How has Audi impacted things? Yeah, Audi's hurt. Yeah. Uh, they're very good at what they do, unfortunately. Sure. I, you know, mm-hmm. I hate them, but yeah. they're very good. Like, I, they I, had I own business. don't enjoy it as a, from a customer experience point of view. Mm. Like, I don't... I. I think it's okay if you if you're shopping purely based on price point, but like to go somewhere and not have the things that you expect to have mm. all the time in there, it, I find yeah. I don't I don't. Like I went there like I've, I mean I've been there twice. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I I didn't enjoy. It. I thought it like it's, it felt very like like hoboey to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just Nick, like, Nick's got it spot on. It's, it's just like there's just like kind of crap everywhere, and everything seems like very not like just just everywhere. It's just like kind of not not organized. Yeah, mm. that's. I think there's method in their madness mm. of yeah, what sure. they do, and yeah. you know that's another interesting story if you want a tale of how supermarkets are changed. And mm. they don't, don't do any media at all. Yeah. One, one of the brothers got uh, kidnapped, and oh. the other brother um, paid for him to like where they said no, you can't pay these guys. He actually paid whatever it was, mm. and then uh, apparently they tossed a coin to do who would do north of the world and who would do south of the world, and that's how they run their business. So wow, fam- right. it's a privately owned business. So Is it? Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. yeah. German, is it? Yeah, yeah. German. And we got Carfland coming to Adelaide. Yeah. Costco we, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Costco takes a bit and yeah. they're going to build another site. But for yeah. us, you know, our real competition is, is Coles and Woolworths. Mm, sure. Um, and yeah. you know, your comment is, oh, I, 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 do, I hated it. Well, I hear that a lot, but they really have taken the cream off the top. Mm-hmm. So where, does, where do you guys fit in then? So obviously... Yeah, that's a good question because... Coles and Woolies have followed Audi down to the the bottom of the nth degree. And for us, that leaves us in a really great position because we want to be about brands and in particularly this warehouse, we've nicknamed it the House of Brands because we really want to bring more brands, which the suppliers enjoy, want to bring them back into our shed. And 
we're sick of hearing that, oh, that's deleted from here and deleted from there. And we, we always end up finding, if the product's available, we, we can get it in. So, sure. you know, the reality is what people don't know is because we don't have the marketing budget is, you know, uh, we have a way bigger range than Coles and Woolworths. Yeah, but it, it's not really known. People still think they should, you know, we just did a whole lot of these focus groups. I think people are shopping at Woolies, oh, they shop there because it's a bigger range. No, it's not. It's, mm. it's, you know, it's lower shelves, it's spread out more, it makes you think it's bigger. So, and how many of those SKUs that, you know, Coles and Woolies home brands, you know, just, just private labeled or whatever well, as well? Interestingly enough, we, we, we sell about 500 private labels, give it, you know, between your black and gold and your food land and sure. whatnot. Um, Woolies are at 3,900 yeah, and Coles right. about 4,000. So, but they want to grow it at 20%. So, yeah. for us, we want to give customers brands. I mean, you know, everyone might have a good, you know, that with flour or sugar or salt. Sure. You might not care if it's black and gold or Billy Joe's or Audi junk. Like, so it's not that bad. But for everything else, most people like brands. Most people. Not everyone. Sure. So that's where we, we, we are focusing on brands. Um, we want to be a house of brands and we want to make sure that we are you know, putting this through for the, for, the, for the customers saying, hey, we're going to have brands and we want them on our shelves. And how much of that aligns then to, I suppose, local brands and, you know, supporting South Australia, Australia in general? Well, that's totally our philosophy is to support as much local as reasonable possible. I yeah. mean, you know, we, we can't have every single local, but sure. we, we can, we can if, it's pub, if it's popular in the community or popular with customers, we can get it in. And that's, that's yeah. what we've done. We've done it our, our whole lives and I can see that, that to continue. And I think, I mean, I always prefer to shop at, I, I started working at Foodland Romeo's when I was, uh, yep. I don't know, 14 or whatever. But <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but that, I think, you know, Foodland drinks always seem to have the uh, that local community feel about them. And it's not just that sort of corporate, uh, you know, just cheap prices. There's actually there's quality products. And I think, you know, the, the quality of the meat is better, the, the, the deli produce. Like, it actually feels like a... You know, an old style shopping supermarket as opposed to just a discount center. Yeah, and I can vouch. I'm, I constantly, I'm, I've got this bad habit when I go into people's houses, I go straight to the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Like, my wife looks at me like, man, these people, like, I don't even know them, and I'll open the fridge and I'll be able to tell what sort of a shopper you are by just what you've got there. Yeah. Which is a good indication because then I make my mind up if they're going to be friends or not. So just, just, just for that. clarity, we didn't buy these beers. These are supplied by <laughs> Watso. Uh, we would not have supplied the James Squire. <laughs> but I, but for, for me, it's, it, it is about giving people what they want. It is about supporting as many local produce growers, farmers, and anything that we can, specifically South Australian sure. and Queensland because we're in both states. But if we can't get it from either of those, somewhere in Australia. Yeah. Uh, and we, we really go out of our way to make sure we keep that. So it, it's, it's so important. And, and I'll, I'll argue with anyone that our, our meat in cabinet is better than anywhere else you'll buy in a supermarket easily. And I'm, I'd, you want me back here, I'll do a cook-off for you to see. So we, we can. So once you taste it, you, you really realise, you know it. And our fruit and veg warehouse, like you go there Friday afternoon and it's empty. Like it's not sitting there with a couple of pallets like being stored in a, of apples or whatnot. It's sure. totally empty. So comes in, goes out. That's how, we get, that's how you get fresh. 
I'm into the. Uh, We're the fresh food people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into the whole. Uh, that? That's good. Competitive barbecue scene. So I was at a barbecue comp oh. last week, but I, I was, you, you guys are obviously doing the low and slow cuts. Um, yeah. and, and put that out. So um, and and that's awesome. I mean, supporting yeah, people have really latched onto that, and and that's been really nice to see. So we've had a couple of competitions with the low and slow range. Yeah. Um, glad you picked that up because mm. it was one of our Google trends for 2017. Nice. And we thought, oh, okay, how can we implement that? And the fresh guy we've got on, Tim, he was all over it. Uh, warehouse uh, meat, we got a meat distribution centre. Yep. And he happens to be a guy that cooks slow and slow. Yeah, and yep, he goes, sure. oh, I'll come up with the cuts. Yep. So we come up with a range of 12 uh, low and slow cuts. And consequently, I've got to judge a few meat competitions. Nice. Um, so I know how to taste ribs. What, what, did you, what have you judged? Uh, ribs, um, brisket, uh, to how to cook T-bone. Yeah. And wings. But where were the, where were the, where was? Oh, the it was at the little bang. Oh yeah, group. cool. Yeah, yeah, at the yeah, yeah, sick. Um, we were meant to be at Dougal McFuzzle Bucks. Yeah, so yeah. you guys had him on here. So yeah, yeah. so Dougal had a competition for, but I was away. But I missed that. Sure. But there's another one coming up in three weeks up in the Barossa. So uh, speak to Dougal. Okay, get, get so, involved because it is probably good. some room for judges still. Cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, it made us realise how big the scene is. I think I went to the beer and barbecue sure. festival. Yeah, 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 and that was. And that was awesome. I was like, damn, these people, look at all these people. Like, they're actually really into it. And yeah. I, di- I didn't, you know, I didn't it's watch any Pit Boss. I, I don't know why. I never, never saw it. Mm-hmm. But it's when getting, I went there. Yeah, it's getting surprisingly big. So I was up at Port Macquarie last week and there's 100, 100 teams up there. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting pretty big. But yeah, so we want to be supportive of that. Like, that, that the meat there, I'm like, uh, I th- yeah, I won't say. Uh, I think the, um, the whole range is predominantly South Australian, but I'm trying to think who. Sure. I, can't, I can't recall. No but we've pushed it where we're selling like smoking stuff and things like that. And we're doing Mallee Root, apparently Mallee Root charcoal. Sweet. Next week, um, Hope Valley, just in case anyone wants to find it. Apparently, it's, <laughs> it's hard to find. It is hard uh, to find, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's so so we, we listen. If someone rings us and says this, we, we hunt and we try to, to get it, um, especially if it's local. And some stores have it because it's around and some don't. So it's that's good and bad. Mm-hmm. You touched on an interesting point there, I think, around Google Trends. And I mean, you know, obviously you have your competition that you have to be looking at, but you also have, yeah, I mean, this whole digital world and all these tools at your hands where you can, you've got you know, incredible metrics, I suppose, in terms of trends and, and, you know, trying to look towards the future. How important is that for Drake's? Yeah, I mean, that's, that is so... In our business, my my boss is like a dinosaur of the traditional retail. Sure. And I'm pretty much one of the few in the early days saying, oh, guys, we need to have some form of digital presence. 100%. Yeah. And I love it. I love any... I'm a gadgets person. I love toys Mm -hmm. and clever toys as well. Like like everyone loves them. It's just a matter if you have them or not. So I'm into it big time. So how do we make that come into our... What we do? I mean, one, one of the things that we do i think is to keep looking but you know we can't be on the lead we don't want to be on a bleeding edge we want to be on a leading edge and with technology that's quite hard to do sure so how do we do it well we all sort of try and get stuff passed and once we can get it passed we can get through so we're working on a few things at the moment um that we're happy with we've just had the e-commerce site which we 
you know, it's uh, four months we've been Drake's um, Drake's online, just in case anyone wants to get any. And that's awesome. Like yeah, it's, a wi- it it's, it's a wicked site. Um, yeah, the cool. platters there, we're doing platters online. So nice. Oh, nice. They've, yeah, taken, <clears throat> they've taken off and we're eating a vegan <clears throat> platter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we are. Anyone that follows me on anything might understand what I say about vegan people. Who's <laughs> 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 right next to me, so I better, I better, better watch out. <laughs> but... For, for us, we, we, it's an interesting industry. I mean, you know, Coles and Woolies, they dominate. And, you know, they have unlimited budgets technically to what we have. And mm-hmm. we sure. need to make do with what we've got. You know, some of it good and some of it bad. Mm. I, I think we're a bit slow in regards to engaging with customers on tech. Okay. But we are trying to... And things are becoming cheaper too. So, you know, when we first build our app, which is, you know, not very good... Um, it was really good and now it's really bad. So, you know, yeah. we need to look at something else because it's that bad. So, How long has the e-commerce facility been running for? Uh, four months. So we had a, just something trickling away in the back and then mm-hmm. April this year we, we rolled out that and that's been growing at 20%. You know, monthly has been growing stronger than that. Oh, nice. So it's been, yeah, re- it's been really good, really, really, really good. The customers have been really happy with the site. You know, yeah. the reality is we spent... You know, a hundred grand, couple of hundred grand, and we sure. can, we're competing against so uh, you know Woolies have just have you gone custom with it or is it? Yeah, it's a, we've gone through a three PL. So sure. and you know the the reality of what what's happened with you know Coles and well, you know, they're spending fifty million dollars on sure. that. It's hard to compete, and it's you need to find a point of difference. And Jamie Oliver, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> Curtis Strange. Like, I mean, look, I mean the things you would do, but we're just not at that stage. And and I don't know if we ever, or not at, not at sixty stores. Maybe if we got six hundred, well, that might be sure. But does that make it kind of exciting though, as well? Like I think once you get to, you know, there's, there's that. Uh, there is that point of difference, I suppose. From you know, Coles and Woolies are essentially this big, faceless corporate. You know, they might have Jamie or whoever Curtis mm. Stone, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into yeah. that personally. And I suppose off yeah. the back of that, how much does you know over the last? I, I feel like over the last five years, ten years, people are sort of coming back to more mm. to shopping local and you know wanting mm. to go back to that supporting people around them as opposed to just whatever's the cheapest. Yeah, it's price always has a a place yeah. and you know it's not it's, it's i wish if someone knew what the the formula was that mm. you know they'd be a very rich person the reality mm. is no one really does because the sure. the formula is always changing mm. yeah. yeah but and you're right people do have sort of drummed it back to the local mm. markets and you know going to sunday markets down at wavell or wherever they are to try and get more in tune but um, is that still just sort of a small percentage really yeah. at the bottom dollar yeah it is a small percentage but I, I keep saying people need to understand what supporting local really is. And supporting local means you have to make decisions which are going to support local businesses. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't like having a go at people, but, you know, Audi will not pay tax in this state. Sure. Mm. We pay 30 cents in the dollar. Not even, you know, not even West Farmers, which, you know, they, they're sitting there, they pay 10 cents in the dollar. And, sure. you know, who's the fool? I mean, we, we could be making a lot more money, which we could do so much more with, but we're paying for, you know, schooling and we're paying for everything here when these other people aren't. And that's what we want people to understand is that when you go support, if it's not us, like as an, as an independent operator, you go support the, 
the local fruit shop or sure. the, you know, that really supports them. That money comes back into our economy. Yeah. When you go to Audi, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they might pay some people, but they pay four bloody people. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've got 6,000 people on our books and, and they get paid what they're meant to get paid. I'm sure Audi pay properly, but they employ like a, not even, just some, some smaller amount. It doesn't go into the system. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And I'm, people just don't do it. People are lazy. In general, people are lazy. They go to that shop because that's where it is. Mm. It's on the way home. It's next to mum's house. It, whatever the reason. Mm. And pe- but people are lazy. How, how do you like? How do you edge? Because you, you get to a point where if you start trying to talk about that angle, it sounds almost preachy, right? Even though it yeah, you know, I know. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not the pope, but yeah. they, sure. uh, I get it quite a lot. Is that it? It does sound like it, but people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think people get it. Like they don't understand mm. that this is what what's happening. Like you, you, uh, you know, Audi's shit. Oh, I hate it. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I could open their pantry and they got Audi products all through there, but they sure. hate it. But they <laughs> they buy there. Yeah, you know that takes away from us. Okay, that's a bit selfish. But I'm more mm-hmm. about what comes back mm-hmm. into the community. Like we we, you know, we we I can't. I don't know how many people we support in regards to our community dollars program. It'd be thousands of different charities from. You know, a darts club to a gymnastics club to whatever, and and that does it. It, it goes back, and I know it does because I see it. But if people don't shop with their feet, then it doesn't. And sure. we are in this position where I go out of my way to get things local. Like you know, I'm I'm in Coles and Woolies all the time, but I'm in there looking to see what they're doing. I'm not in there purchasing. Sure. So for me, it is about people really realizing what local is and. We just need to do it more because moving forward, you're going to need to support because these smaller businesses, I think they've got their work cut out for them. Like, you know, we all, I don't know, you guys all look a lot younger than me, but back in the day, we used to go to the milk bar or the snack bar. Sure. Get you know twenty cent mix lollies and 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 geez now I'm sounding bloody old, <laughs> but you know you used to go there and get that and then all of a sudden they're gone. Gone. So you mm. got the occasional one and I, I do go on and if we do deregulate, you you're gonna our stores our little stores are gonna be convenience stores and sure. those other guys they're gone mm. and we'll have no one else to blame that in time they could turn around and go oh Jesus I need like couple of big supermarkets where they control the pricing i mean yeah yeah and fruit and veg and butchers and oh yeah the, and they it's happening it's happening now yeah. like I'm, I'm we're seeing it now 100 percent. so i yeah you i do i'm like a preacher i should start a sermon on that <laughs> because, because people are like robots like mm. you know we, we've just done all these focus groups where we have these people in a room and we watch through a camera and mm. listen to what they okay. say and you know, why do you shop here? Oh, yeah, I use my fly bites. Oh, yeah, have you used any of your points? Um, no, no, no. But I shop there because of I've got a lot of them. Yeah, yeah I, I shop there because of my rewards. Oh, occasionally I get, you know, discount. Um, I get Visa cards or something like that. And I'm like, okay, that's just trained brain. And, you know, sure. and, and you just go there. You don't even know why you're going there. You're just going there. And mm-hmm. that's, that's something we, we find hard to deal with. That's, you know, that's... We have just got kind we of are, breaking habit, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we, we work at people want yeah, these days. It's hard people not to crack, isn't it? Sorry. It's like I mean, it's like that 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 habit is really hard to crack. Like it's and there's kind of no like reason for it really. Yeah, well, there's there's correct. There's no mm. reason for mm. it. Really impossible to crack. So mm. we we've actually we're looking at some new ideas, mm. which maybe I could share. Let's hear. Yeah. 
Mm. <laughs> uh, like one of the, we're looking at instant rewarding people um, through phone at register cool. with a random scratchy or something, which sure. you, you can get an instant off your off your receipt. So yeah, it'll cool. be like, you know, it's it's not like winning a jackpot because mm. you're, you're going to have more winners than that, but you get instant straight off. So yeah, you know, we're trying things that are a little bit different. No mm-hmm. one wants another yeah, reward yeah. scheme, another point. Like it's yeah, done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got to find somewhere that's not. So mm-hmm. and you do need to go into that kind of from a marketing perspective. You know, so the like the monopoly stuff with McDonald's, you know, that, but the, the, those kind of it's incentives. Mm-hmm. That okay, sure, that will draw people in and yeah. have a good experience and keep them coming back. And it, they're they're so good at it. Oh yeah, sure. Like, mm. A long way from the day when you used to collect them, yeah, and then you peel them off. <laughs> now it's on the phone, yeah. and you yeah. can yeah. shake yeah. it. Oh, yeah, I actually download. Wow. Yeah, I've, it's like it's it? really, really good. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. My little brother loves it. I know. I think he's like since yeah. it came out, he's got Macca's like three times in the last few days. <laughs> he's just like on it. Yeah, it, it is amazing. Yeah. So to yeah, yeah to to see that technology and and to to see it, and I, I download yeah. it just to use it because. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. You know, that's all lifetime goals, watching what they yeah. do. It's for like stuff. a game almost. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean it is oh, a game. Super but cool. It's like, yeah. I might add, it's very hard to eat this platter without chewing. Yeah, yeah. 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 terrible. It's um, very um, difficult to do. I'm, I'm very disappointed in I'm that. I'm glad there's not meat on it because... <laughs> just be digging in. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a bit about... Um, like we. We, we found your YouTube channel and we're watching through some of your... Uh, <laughs> but you obviously love technology and, and enjoy, I suppose. Um, I mean, I, I enjoy watching the, the culture video. I think that was really interesting that you, they actually put that up there, I suppose, you know, having... Because it's nice to see, you know, bigger business actually opening that door and, and, and sort of having the sort of sneak preview of what happens behind the scenes. And we, and we were big fans of that, but we're you know, yeah. just a tiny business. But uh, I, I, um, I love that. Yeah, like I've... Um, I um I'd never thought I'd be doing that to like be in the, to the camera because I've I, I like I've always like filming very bad at editing um, nice because edit it takes time. time it takes a long time and I I thought we needed something no one's really doing it and sure. people the culture these days people want to see real people doing stuff yeah whether it's the live feeds in the store i don't know if you've seen any of those but people get a bit excited well what's going on oh it's a live feed where yeah i've got my lawyers saying oh you can't do that you need people to sign this <laughs> yeah and i'm like man have you watched anyone on their phone like no yeah. one cares like it's a different it's a different w- rule out there so for me, I do love tech. I do love putting bits and pieces about what we do in the business and the culture because we really do have an amazing culture. We have the best retailers in the country working with us mm-hmm. and we love it. And I like them to get excited. And it's a small thing to film. I'm, I can't believe it. I think I did bring my camera because I've filmed every, I've got so much footage and I just haven't, you know, I'm up to vlog number 40 or something, but sure. I've only put out 21 or something. Mm. And... I love it and I think people need to see a bit about what goes on because, you know, who's Coles, who's Woolies, you know, you don't see this, who's Mm. Drake's. I mean, a lot of people don't know the difference between a Drake's and a Romeo's store. Sure. And I wanted to sort of say, hey, this is what we do and this is a bit of an insight. That's a manager's meeting. We had a manager's meeting this morning actually. So you get to see all your managers come through, um, you know, girls and boys, whoever, and you want them to be able to work in a business that they love coming to work. Sure. that's really hard to do because I, everyone, you know, like Dad says, I, I, his big thing is oh, I've never worked a day in my life because I love what I do. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting concept. I mean, you know, he and he, when he is on, he is flat out, and that's inspirational to everyone that sees it, that's even awesome. me and I'm his son. Like, it's like, oh, that's, that's awesome. So, how do you replicate bits and pieces where everyone sort of understands that that's the boss? He, you know, he's in the deli serving, he's pushing trolleys, and that's mm. the standard. And that standard yeah. is yeah. what everyone has to do. And that, that's what I try to get bits and pieces. Uh, it's really hard for me, the, the vlogs, because. You know, a lot of people look at that like, oh, look at all this stuff you get to do. And, you know, you can't please everyone. And it's like, it's the fine line of, oh, look at this guy. And mm. the fine line of, oh, this guy's a smart ass. I, like, I am. Um, but it's just that fine line. And some people look at it really, oh, I should have all that. Yeah. Well, but you know, that, if you it, worked as fucking hard as me, you yeah. could get it. But it's, no, you can say it's fine. <laughs> that, yeah. It's that edited life, right? So, so when we yeah. run... Uh, I haven't been doing a lot lately, but last year I did a lot of social stuff. And, you know, I, I, I might be at a barbecue comp, I might be fishing, whatever yep. it is. And, and you get this, people just see that and they're like, whoa, geez, your life looks amazing. That's that, is that all you're doing? It's like, well, no, I, I don't put all the in-between stuff <laughs> in where I'm been working. The bad stuff. At 7 a.m. till, you know. Having 7, a terrible day yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. But I, I've always, <laughs> I always so joked that we should just do a, you know, a, a weekly vlog of just like, here I am again at 6.30 having to come into work and <laughs> deal with the, this problem. Just the GoPro of you sitting at the desk four hours sped up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's, it's true. Yeah. And it's a problem. Mm. I, it I, is. I think people with Instagram, they put the best thing that's yeah, it's happened. It's an edited life. It, yeah. it could be in it could be the best thing that's probably ever happened in their life. Sure, yeah. but that's all you see. And to me, I don't know. I'm I, I show I try to show a bit of the up and down. Yeah, mm-hmm. without you know whatever. You now Nat lets me do. I'm my wife lets me do what I want, so I can't because <laughs> it, it's not all pretty. And it, what people want to portray is that life is, and it's really not. And I like I like dancing around the fact that I'll put out whatever, and most of the time I get muzzled, even if it's from my own team. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. muzzled enough to say you can't mm-hmm. you can't say that. Or, <laughs> that's why, like, <laughs> yeah, they wanted to come. Well, we better watch what you say tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was yeah, struggling. I was like, oh, Blake can't even eat. Well, we should have got on live. Live is fun, but I mean, I I, I like that. I I like you know business and, and corporate you know not having that i, I saw you comment on the elon stuff but that, that's just interesting to me like you know people putting themselves out there and you know like life isn't edited at the end of the day you know and shit happens so yeah um, i mean that elon interview mm. like most people have if they watch it might have only watched a 20 minute but yeah. go watch the two and a half yeah hour. no i watched the whole thing yeah i listened to that anyway i didn't watch it yeah, damn, I, yeah I listened to yeah. it yeah mm. and damn like that guy he's on a different level and the, the the fact that what he was saying was so, resonated so much when I watched like when I heard about it I was mm. like, like everyone oh, I gotta check this out yeah. Yeah. and I went and watched it and I was like okay listen to what he's saying like he you know like the part about you wouldn't want to be me like you know what yeah, I mean? yeah that's like, right you know, and then you could tell that okay he's pretty serious about it. it's not all beer and skittles mm. and then he goes on to talk about the things he wants to make things that people love and mm. mate the, the tesla is that's one of the most Incredible. unbelievable yeah. cars like I've just picked one up. I might add some to say. Oh, oh, nice. But, oh, but it's it's oh. freaking unreal. Yeah. Like, it's, it, you know, to drive it now and then, there's bits and pieces, but the technology in a car, like, it's blowing my mind away. Mm. And that is the future. And 
you, no matter I'm a car person don't get me wrong I love I love engines and mm-hmm. I love race cars and everything but the technology in that and it goes to say what he said he talks about I want to make products that people absolutely love yeah. and I think with Tesla owners mm-hmm. once they actually have one they love it mm-hmm. and he's right in what he's saying like it, he's so right mm-hmm. so you got an X or no I got the S85P uh, okay. okay, so cool. you know it's a Oh, it's been, I was driving around an old man's car before I was on Lexus. It's a 600H. So I get all the hand-me-downs. So you just keep waiting and I'm driving this old man's car. Mm-hmm. But I love Lexus. I'm a, yeah. I'm a massive Lexus fan, yeah. I'll be honest. But the, the, like, the user experience on the Tesla is yeah, just like a screen, right? Like a, yeah, but it's that, I mean, that's Mate, what you want though, right? The, the user, the autopilot on the Tesla, and mm-hmm. I'm, this is not a sales pitch, but mm-hmm. the autopilot on the Tesla is the most amazing function. Okay. So you dub one tap, one tap sits to giving you whatever kilometers it is, mm-hmm. and it's and if cars come across it, it moves out the way. Wow. Double tap is a, if there's two lines, mm-hmm. you don't well you have to hold the wheel mm-hmm. like, but you don't have to steer, mm-hmm. and that can yeah. drive you all through here. So wow. Wow, not not crazy. that I ever would, but yeah. you can just be on your phone and it <laughs> will drive you without any dramas. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, wow. and people go, oh, driverless cars, oh, you're never going to see them. No, no, it's, no, it's definitely going to happen. It's, yeah. a thing. Oh, it's, sure, it's, it's yeah. here. Yeah. It, I mean, it's already here. Yeah, it, mm. it's here. That's crazy. So I'm a, yeah, I'm a big lover of learning. Like off, that's Elon Musk, and he's a bit out there. But I like Gary Vaynerchuk, and sure. like listening to these people sort of say, you got to, you got to work hard. Like mm, it's yeah. unless you're super lucky and you get everything, but you have to work hard, and that's why I sort of I got a lot of knockers about what you do. Oh, you know, you're Roger's son and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, and in the early days, you take that on board. But, you know, I've done, you know, the trolleys, the managers, the assistant managers, the nightfall manager. I've done every role in our in our organisation mm. short of HR because they, they definitely wouldn't make, put me in that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've done it. So I, I don't. I don't really don't care what people say anymore mm. and that's taken a long time to get to that stage because mm. if I'm driving this or that or it's because that's what I want to do and yeah. I really don't give a shit and that, that's it's easy to say but mm. it hasn't been easy to actually do and that's no, why for sure. I can imagine it'd be weird yeah yeah you cop it all the time and that's because mm. dad in, in South Australia has got such a big shadow mm. like he, he's he's a you know he's a senior, you know, he's an AM or whatever and senior business person and, and it sure. is and I'm very similar to my dad, but a little bit different as well, and, and that's the same. So it, we have our own little niches, I think. That's yeah, what nice. Okay. In terms of like maintaining culture across, you know, 120, how many stores are there across Australia? Yeah, we were 60 bases, 6,000 staff. 6, 000, okay, so 6,000 yeah. people, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I, I've noticed even just, you know, growing from a five-person team to an 11-person team, you know, just, just you, you can see as and I, I have friends that business as they grow, you might have this great, you know, seed of, you know, I don't really like the word culture, but, you know, you just have a good team initially. And as you get bigger and bigger and bigger, HR comes into it and, you know, it, it, the whole thing just becomes more difficult to manage. And culture becomes this kind of dirty word where it's like, you know, you're trying to force culture onto a 6,000 people. How do you, how do you, I suppose, keep that sort of yeah. passion alive and, and keep the teams? It's, uh, it's hard. Mm. Um, you, the bigger you get, the harder that is. Yeah. We bear in mind we have a lot of people that come to us for first jobs. Receptionist sure. um, lady there. She, yeah, she, em- Emma. Emma, yeah, she was working with us and just left. She got a full-time job. Oh, oh. And a lot of people come to us as we're seen as a step up 
from uh, McDonald's sure. and uh, Home <laughs> Jacks. So people sort of, you know, they go, oh, I don't want to do that, but I'll come to here. And, you know, when we pick up people from McDonald's, geez, they're trained so well. Okay. So, you know, we're seen now. We understand that, you know, plenty of our people, they go on to be lawyers and doctors and whatever. Sure. And we're, and we're, so you need to understand that. And when you have the people that have turned around and go, I want this as a career, or maybe I want to be, oh, maybe I do want to be a supermarket man. Maybe I want to be an area supervisor. Yeah. You know, I have people say, I want your role. And that's the best thing ever. Sure. I mean, the more people are growing for that. So how do we do it? I think you just stay real. Yeah. Like you, you try to treat people on their merits. And, you know, this gender equality crap that's going on, I mean, you should get the role, whether you're male or female. It, sure. sh- it shouldn't freaking matter. And... The fact that the government brings in rules and regulations to say you got... I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, we've always put people in their roles because of how good they are. Sure. Not because of what sex they are. Yeah. So, for me, it's about making sure that you're always approachable, um, if I could put it into... And Roger's always approachable. Yeah. And as a business, most of the people are approachable bar a couple, but, you know, not everyone can be approachable. Sure. And the rules need to be the same for everyone. And those things are crucial. And you need to understand what people are wanting. And it's changing too. Yeah. So, yeah, I never had a mobile phone when I was at school. Like, so all of a sudden, my money that I had to buy a house was never paying off a mobile phone bill. So... Mm. There, we're going to be in a bit of strife, I think, because of how people are going. So we've got to understand that we're accommodating them to get whatever they want, whether they want to go on to a different job or, or you know, surgeons or whatever. And the real, reality is we always, always look internally before we bring someone in from outside. So that's the crucial part. So everyone sure. knows, other than two Two execs, there's, on, there's three, other than three execs, all of us have come from the shop floor. Cool. Yeah. So, oh, wow. so, you know, all the area supervisors all come from the shop floor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, we, bro- oh, sounds like we breed from within. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, we promote from within. Sure. That's, yeah, and sure. and it, people see that. And you, if you come into our head office, we've got a 40 year club, a 30 year club, a 20 year club, a 10 year club. And, mm. Every 10-year dinner, um, you're allowed to bring your partner every 20. So, you know, we have 500 people just recently at the wine centre. So, you know, there's so many people that aren't, they're staying with us. So we must be doing something right. Yeah, well, cool. I I think that level of transparency is really important. Like, my first job was KFC before I went across to... Romeo's, but it, you know that 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 hierarchy that was there. I wrote something about it recently, but it was just you know it was mm. brutal. You walk in and the manager is like, "You guys are pieces of shit. I don't yeah. want anything to do with you." You could just you know what, whatever it was, but you know you didn't feel welcome there. It didn't feel like it was a family business. It felt like you know just you're a fourteen year old and yeah, it feels like I've had that. I mean, similar thing. Like it feels unnecessary and kind of yeah, it doesn't really add to anything. It doesn't really help either. I find at the end of the day. No, but I mean, a big part of it. You don't feel a part of something bigger. Mm. Yeah, and that's that is hard with the amount of people that you have, but everyone needs to realise that anyone can get this role. Yeah, it's about what they put their mind to, and mm. I'm a I'm a massive one for making sure that people, you know, if you want something, you just keep pushing till you get it, and I, it's almost relentless. But that's what I, you know, I was I was brought up with you can do anything, you can do, you know, my dad always drummed in to you can do anything you can do anything you can do anything and 
fuck, now I believe it. Like, you can. <laughs> you just keep pushing. And whether it's in sport or whether it's doing whatever. I mean, sure. you know, I was okay at sport. I'm average at CrossFit. And, like, I just, I, I keep pushing. That's just how I've been, so. Mm. Did you ever think you wouldn't be in the business? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I, fuck, I wanted to be a DJ for a while there. <laughs> nice. What kind of music? Uh, techno, minimal, yeah. techno, Richie Horton. That was sort of that era. And, and I was like, yeah, well, I was mixing for a while. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I wanted to be a race car driver too. You know, what was your biggest mistake? Not being a race car driver. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, there was things that I thought maybe wouldn't, you know, I was running a mark like most people out partying and having a good time. Still worked. Never had a sick damn 42, day, 42 years of my dad. So. Wow, really? So, so in my working hours, that was 25 years. So the reality sure. is I... Just forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's about just getting what you want, and yep. you know, and everyone has the same amount of minutes in the day yeah. to achieve things, and it's how people look at it that's different. You know, my, my wife and I look at things. To so my wife's a bit of a worrier. I worry not at all, and mm. I worry when the time comes to worry. So yeah, sure. I don't sit and think it here Definitely. because 80 per- 90% of the damage is done in your mind yeah, and exactly. I, I don't even think about it. So I try to tell that with people, uh, with some of our young people working with us, I, I'll talk to them like this. I'll be pretty open with mm. them. If I keep saying to people, if you don't want to be here, don't come. I'm not forcing you to come to work. I'm yeah, not dragging sure. you in here. So if you want to go do something else and, and just d- don't ruin it for everyone else and that's... Yeah. that's it's kind of what I say. It's like the guys putting needles in strawberries. Like, mm. it's ruining it for everyone else. Yeah. And the, co- the, you know, the repercussion of that is potentially people, you know, farmers that have been doing this their whole lives out of business. And it's not as dramatic in a supermarket with their first employee, but, you know, just do something you enjoy. Life is too short mm. to not do something you enjoy. Sure. Definitely. I think having, you know role models regardless of sort of what it might be even if it's just the first job and you are going to go off and be a surgeon whatever it is but you know having that foundation is really important Mm -hmm. and if it's a good start then that that sets everything else off and that's how we that's how and it's the same top down and you know everyone says oh it should be flat i mean it just can't be not not what we do it's um no it's six thousand stuff it's 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 hard work running a supermarket like the the store managers and the and the department managers, that's hard work. Sure. You know, the guys, you know, you look at back when dad was doing it, he'd work Monday to Friday um, and they'd have Friday half a day. Then they eventually have to open three hours on a Saturday, never Sunday. Sure. And now it's seven days a week yeah. and it's relentless. Yeah. Um, it's hard work. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's really hard work. The, the, what they do on the shop floor is amazing for our business so. mm-hmm. when did you expand to queensland what, what year was that yeah it was 15 yeah 15 years ago okay yeah 15 years um yeah, no sorry 12 years ago 12 years ago and now we picked up a bunch of stores um because we we wanted to go there um but never had the right mix of stores and sure. then like, a bunch come together oh yeah that that's that's a nightmare <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's it's really they they think there's something in the water in Queensland. Oh, they think definitely they think different. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they they. Think <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> How many stores did you open there? Sorry, when you started? Uh, six. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, used to run around the fireman's hat and go in between them all, all day, <laughs> every day. Yeah. It's relentless. So it was, yeah. um, it's calmed down now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some great people now on board and, and seeing the light, seeing what we're talking about. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. different I have a question about, in Queensland. about the actual shop like floor. Um, about like, I think about like seven or eight years ago, I like, read this book about like retail um, consumer behavior around retail. And, yep. and, and like, for some reason, it just stuck with me like all the time. Like, like basically every time I walk into like a shopping center or like a supermarket, I always look at the layout mm. and like, <laughs> like, I don't know. There was like these like, weird like stats that they always say, like men, well, like people always turn to the right when I they go in the shopping center. No, centers, I think they turn left. So, or left yeah. or whatever it is. And like men, men always try to look for products and not ask the staff and like these weird things. Mm. So, so like, you know, with, with like supermarkets, is there like signs to like, you know, why you put fruit over here and why you put, you know, products over here or why is there like a light there? And think you know things yeah. things like that. Yeah, it is. A, it, yeah. It's a it's a major science. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think people walk walk around naturally clockwise. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, clockwise. Yeah. I but I've gone and looked at our stores that are clockwise and aren't, and I can't quite see the resemblance. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, why things are in certain spots, eye mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids' products at kids' level, yeah, um, yeah. so they can yeah, yeah. to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, Putting fresh fruit and veg up at front, I think, is one. Like you can yeah, walk in and see that's that. That's an interesting like one. Yes, because it's a good Im- and when people come in, yeah, you know, automatically it's if it's good, as well, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But when you, if you were if you've thought about it sensibly, you'd want to put your fruit and veg on top of your groceries at the end. Yeah, um, yeah we, we try to match up freezer at the end, so mm-hmm. yeah. you yeah. do the R's and you get yeah. to freezer. But yeah, yeah sure. there is a lot okay. of science, a yeah. lot more science out there than I'll um, I'll uh, I'll ever know. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we've mm-hmm. had Kellogg's they they did an aisle. Um, an aisle execution where they have cameras mm-hmm. and you know they watch the wait time on people standing there mm-hmm. and they'll know exactly what if it's a ma- so it'll, it'll identify what demographic the person is male female what she's looking for he's looking for yeah right and they'll they'll know all this data before okay and that that's what makes up their minds on what goes where and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. yeah right yeah but there's it, it, it is major scientific mm-hmm process sure. um, and people are always saying oh we'll come and do traffic flow movement as mm-hmm. it's called and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i mean they want to charge a fortune for something then sure. i can tell you look that person walks around they come in and out i mean right. yeah I, i'm but i'm i have no doubt yeah. I'm, i'll yeah. put money on coals yeah. and willies and yeah sure. oh, they'd be doing it for sure definitely yeah. so how much do you oh, sorry, how, how much do you guys spend actually looking into it then is it like a lot of thought that goes into it? like the psychology so a little bit um the suppliers you know that they they have the budgets where they're putting in what they want to see happen, and then yeah. they'll they they'll drive, they'll drive pick that. project stores, and then we will drive stuff throughout the whole business. Okay, cool, sure. So, yeah, it, it's a lot for us. Um, yeah, it's a little bit because yeah, we, yeah. we sort of force by not force where it's the suppliers sort of tend mm. to lead the way, and mm. we try and work on trends um, by product. More so than traffic flow. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, the, um, there's this dude. Um, I don't remember, like remember his name, but uh, his his job was just to travel around the world and go to shops. So people hire him to go to shops, and just like he would just watch the people and watch the products, and they would say, "Oh, this product's not selling very well." So he would find he would move it to a spot that it would sell really well, and he'd have this like crazy kind of like um, winning percentage of like selling products. 
and and one of the things he discovered was that when when people walk into shops there's like there's like an area that they call like i don't know like the crash zone or something where where like it's like there's it's like maybe two or three meters where you can't put anything in that area because people when people walk in they just fly past it oh okay so yeah yeah you literally run into it yeah or like, no, no, or no, not no just, so they don't yeah. just bypass yeah, it just, yeah, just yeah. fly past it so like um there's this product that they um they wanted to sell that you know that was near the door and it wouldn't sell so mm. so he moved it back one meter and it sold out like within a couple of weeks <laughs> yeah it's crazy but especially you look at like you know the way we would, you would analyze your e-commerce facility and you know there's so much quantifiable data that you've got there right mm. so with that mm. i guess because we can track it yeah um whether we're using you know google analytics or whatever we can we can really go into exactly what it is the supermarket flow is a lot more expensive because, you know, you have to get third party, a camera, heat sensors and all mm. sorts of things. But sure. that's why suppliers generally take on that. They right. really want to know it about their product and mm. other product. Mm. So for us, yeah, e-commerce, we know what people are looking at and we know what they're, t- and what they're pressing and what they're buying. So, yeah, yeah, we do. But, you know, it's a... I could tell you it's a real major process. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that dream for all retailers is that, you know, that next level sort of ne- omni-channel, you know, take people across from a brick and mortar store through to an e-commerce mm-hmm. and then back and be able to track that whole process. Yeah. yeah. Seamlessly. Oh. 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 More gifts. Nice. Haven't been released yet. No, I don't think so. Oh. What so, is it? Can you... Uh, um, yeah, I don't think they've been released yet, guys. Tell the so we got we got those today. Okay. So what do we got here? So we have Cadbury Oreo bites. Exclusive. Oh. What have you got, Nick? And we got twelve bites from Cadbury. So you, you talk about what what suppliers want. So mm-hmm. the, the the for instance Cadbury here, you can open them for sure. You can have those. Let's pop this top. Mm-hmm. Um, and they identified that there's there's days um, that people aren't buying presents for and. They call them consume. Yeah, yeah, they're really. I've eaten so many today. Um, <laughs> no, they're good. Yeah, they're good. The Oreo ones are good. So they're mm-hmm. occasional based products. So mm-hmm. you know they're they're saying they the scene they had was a whole bunch of guys getting ready to watch a Bachelor. Mm. So they're <laughs> so they're about to release all these products which are not just for Mother's Day and Father's okay. Day. They're for rocking up at someone's house and it's not oh, a okay, big cool. box of roses. So mm-hmm. they got some cool range coming out. These bites. Of, if you put those in the fridge, they're freaking unbelievable. I like really. the packaging. I like, yeah. yeah, they're good. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so they're occasional. Look what so they do for sharing too. Yeah, well, that's what they're for. Yeah. So, uh, solely for occasional eating. So you talk mm. about data, like mm. these guys, you know, they have so much data. They've mm. obviously mm. nailed down to, hang on, we're, we're missing out on this. So they're, they're bringing out a whole new range of okay. products. Is this like, of a, like a seasonal, like a... No, that would be for good. Oh, for good, okay. But what you'll find these days, MPD um, new product development mm. is growing at such a rapid rate than it ever has before. Mm. So it was easy. You didn't need you didn't need um, new product development in the past because you had brands that were just chugging along. But it's yeah. all stopped. People want more. Mm. Um, we got more cultural diversity, so they they want their different products as well. Yeah, we got millennials that are making more decisions than ever by looking at what products they want. They've got a different um, flavour profile in there. Sure. Okay. Now. Um, so I they really want... about that, but yeah. Yeah, so that they do want different products. Mm. And if you're not doing a um, new product, MPD, then you're not, you're not growing the category. And categories these days, they're tough to grow. So yeah. people want more, they can get more, there's more choices, and yeah. they'll be more demanding too. Is so... 
I was going to say, is there a lot more competition with new products and new people oh. coming in as well? I, it is humongous. And, and the big companies with their MPD that's coming out, if you could see some of the stuff they're bringing out, it's it's incredible. Mm. Like it, it's been stepped up at a level I've never seen before. So I can only assume this is going to be more and more leading into the future mm. of what is the norm. Um even to getting customers to vote on what products they want and you sure. using wow, that really, sort of yeah. interaction to yeah, try and... Sure. Like, you know, I th- I'm pretty sure they've made their decision, but they let you have a vote um, on a couple of new lines and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But that's an example. I mean, that, that's really aiming in. And mm-hmm. they're a the bloody good product because yeah. we've been eating those today. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, yeah this one's good, Oreo. Mm. Yeah, th- and the cold, they're brilliant, mm. just for the record. Mm-hmm. So that's I'll be taking them home. <laughs> 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 but David says no. No, you don't have a microphone, David. <laughs> you got no say here. No, no, we can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I want some. No, bad luck. <laughs> but that that is that is the big growth for you'll see in our industry is the MPD coming out from yeah, cool. all of the big players is astronomical. Mm. Like, it, and it's 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 fun because. You know, you'll go, oh, I'll buy that. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just about how quickly they get rid of their old classics. I mean, you know, Coke. Coke is getting smashed because of sugar content and people are yeah. being a lot more cautious. Mm. You know, being a lot more, look at us, we're eating vegan platter. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, with this, there's, you know, we've bought out, there's going to have a vegan and a gluten-friendly because it's, mm. we can't, so, but we've got a new range being launched for the platters. So, yeah. We've bought all in that in because that's what people are asking for. Yeah, like, sure. You know, we're getting asked for vegan. We're getting asked for vegetarian. Yeah. Um, that's the old platter book. But don't worry about that. But if you go online, the sites, we've got, us, we've got all our products online. So we're getting asked for that. So we either do nothing yeah, or, you know, that we redevelop that and bring out what people want. I yeah, think definitely. looking at the world we live in, that's just going to continue, isn't it? That mm. that that sort of you know, oh. feedback loop between customers and, and 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 retail. Well, every single person talk about a feedback loop, and we get lots of compliments, and we do get complaints, and sure. every single one of them is sent to every exec, and it's answered to by an exec, and then followed up by the store. So you know, it we every single person that sends something in gets read by everyone, yeah, wow. and then we reply to every single yeah, thing super accountable. It's crazy. Yeah, every single one, and they I get them. We get them daily, and if it might be about product, it might be about quality. Unfortunately, of some reason, or it might be this chicken wasn't cooked that well. I got these eight cookies home and there's only seven. Like, you know, you, if you've, I, I keep saying I could do a, I could do a book on, on complaints because sure, I bet. okay, <laughs> you can think some of them are a bit out there, but in the end they all get answered. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's really, you know, we look at it as a chance to give some feedback and it's, mm. you know, a dad sits there and ring, he'll ring people like he'll mm. ring up and say, Oh, look, what, you know, and he'll talk it through and mm. people are like, Whoa, Hang on, I yeah. just had the owner. And he does. He sit, I've heard him. He sits there and he'll, he'll go and make com, com phone conversations. Yeah. And that's a point of difference. Mm. Like, I think it helps keep you grounded as a business though as well, right? To actually have that, you know, that insight into what's actually happening on the floor as opposed to sort of sitting up in a you know, fancy office. Well, t- ivory tower. Mm. Yeah, the ivory tower. <laughs> and that's true. And they, they that, you know, I think it's something that we do that's very makes people very accountable makes yeah. the store it happened in very accountable sure and it makes everyone on that exact team know that these are some of the things that we're getting you know if you get one thing that happens a couple of times now for every person that complains there's a thousand that don't 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. they just go, oh, I won't go there or they'll never buy that product. Yep. So for us to get a chance and get on the front foot, we, we, yeah, yeah, we sure. embrace it. So yeah, we definitely. do embrace it and take it on. And I think, you know, when people have those positive, exp- a, a negative experience turn into a positive one, they, they talk really loud too and mm. that, that sort of magnifies. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's the thought pattern behind yeah. it is that, yeah, we want to we wanna make sure we answer the, the inquiry. Yeah. But we also want to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the aim from it. How many drones do you have? Yep. I've, um, <laughs> this is going to be interesting because <laughs> I I just sold my Phantom Four. Yeah. Yeah. I just sold my racing drones. So I had a couple of racing drones. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. Where you put the the goggles on. And yeah. Yeah, I was going to kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen videos, they get intense. Yeah, yeah I got a, and I got a Mavic and a Spark. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I, the racing ones, I don't know what, I don't know what possessed me to do that, but I got into, and I was flying, and I was in yeah. the parklands over there, and I had this motto, if I just lost where I was, it, I'd just zzz, zzz, and go up, and then mm. I'd normally be able to find it, but... I did one, zzz, up, and I just couldn't see it. And I thought, oh, and it just got get stuck on the last in input. Right. And next minute, I was like, oh, it's gone. Mm. So I looked in, and I'm walking with my headset, putting it on, can't see anything. <laughs> the next minute, I can see the drone. I can see a car. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's got to be here. So I keep looking, and it had gone like over green hill road (laughs) and down a side street and smashed into a tree didn't hit a car smashed into a tree and was on the ground and i found it i got it back (laughs) and i just said to my mate i said i'm gonna kill someone (laughs) um, i'll leave this to people that know what they're doing what do they look like those racing ones are they uh, different like in terms of yeah 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 they're more like a carbon base um yeah pretty much more like a carbon base so yeah, they they go like 125k. Really, yeah, they go so fast. Yeah. yeah, man, Pretty you tense. kill someone. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. That hit you. You're in trouble. With the yeah. Mavic and the, you know, the the newer the DJR stuff. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. safe drone yeah. flying. You yeah, know? like it's really safe to fly. Yeah, but. Yeah, I've um, I've seen videos uh, too. People get super low with those and they go crazy. Like it's, uh, it looks exciting. Uh, I got into <laughs> they it. They go really far too, as well, like a few kilometers. Is it big? Insane. Is it like really big? No, it's like Small. this big. One of them's like that mm. big. Okay. And they're like what I was saying, a couple of iPhones, okay. like large yeah. iPhones. Yeah, yeah. And they're just so powerful. Yeah. Like have you, if you watch some drone, have you watched like the the DR the drone DR one? I think drone. No, like, I haven't. Yeah. Man, oh, the racing. Yeah, I've seen you, some of that. You it's, watch how those guys place. fly. Yeah. So bloody agile, it's insane. Mm-hmm. And you watch, you watch the, you know, that riot, the riot guys, and you watch them fly, and you think, how the hell mm. do they have that control? Where, mm. yeah, no kidding. I'm in a whole parkland, <laughs> and I lose my freaking drone. Yeah. Get over the road. <laughs> uh, gone. Like, <laughs> and it's a whole field, and these guys are going through like holes like this like two centimeter gaps wow. that's amazing yeah, yeah. It's, so funny how, it's funny how common it is too like i know one of our neighbors came over to our house and he was like can you help mate i've lost my drone i was flying over the neighborhood and my dad had us a drone as well and he's like all right so he got the drone up in the air and he was looking for his drone and they found it on like another, another neighbor's roof i don't know how they got it <laughs> yeah say no more drones, drones are drones. It, yeah drones um they're i, I started getting yeah. into them with a phantom four mm-hmm. yeah that was a big Mm. drone and at the time it was like yeah oh this is cool yeah. was, and that, they were awesome they're, they're an mm. awesome drone and then i was like i had a, I started to get a few and then missus is like look 
What are you doing? <laughs> right, there's like, and, and you're not using it. Mm-hmm. And um, I started to get into this thing. If I don't use it, I'm going to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my mate, I actually gave it to my mate. I said, sell those. And he, he said, yep. He sent me a text. Actually, last night, man, mm-hmm. he sent me a text saying he sold it. So, okay. Oh, okay. So, for, for me, yeah, I think drones are the first. So, I take mm-hmm. my Spark. So, it's about that big. Mm-hmm. I take mm-hmm. it in my backpack. It's not How big? So, okay, so that's only... The Spark is like... Yeah, really yeah, thinner size. than this. Yeah, sure. Um, and I take that everywhere I go in the world. Yeah. And if I can fly it, I fly mm-hmm. it. Um, in is fact... That that, yeah, the, cool. Is that one that folds in half? No, nah, no, nah, it's it's one. still tiny. Okay. Um, you know the Mavic's a bit stronger, but the Spark, it's so. I put it in my backpack. It's in a pack that's about that thick, and it's like mm. that. Mm. And I, anywhere I go, the mm. only place I've been scared to fly is Singapore. Mm. Yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> I was like, mm. and then we were flying in Canada, and yeah, the worst luck ever. It was the only time we saw sun. Whipped it out, and ski patrol came down. I was like. <laughs> You can't fly it here. There's a helicopters. I'm like, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so there's a few, but no, I've yeah. only got two now. Yeah. yeah. You get to do a bit of travel? Uh, a little bit of travel. Yeah. Um, just got, I've got two little girls now, so a three and a four-year-old, Layla nice. and Scarlett. And mm-hmm. um, oh, they've traveled. Well, they're actually, yeah, yeah, we do. I sort of cut down a bit. I cut down on work travel. Yeah, sure. Because, you know, it's, it's hard. Any of you guys got kids? Yeah, I do. Nope. Two. Yeah. It's hard work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, no one tells you this. Mm. No, like, oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's probably because you're not it looks like It looks like hard work. It looks like <laughs> incredibly hard work. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Especially <laughs> traveling with them. It's, it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I've heard way too many stories. <laughs> <laughs> Airplanes. It's relentless. Yeah. Like, and they're like little soldiers. They just keep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's hardcore. Yeah. Non stop um, talking. I'm um, like, I think we, we made the foolish mistake. We took the girls to South Africa and the youngest was one. Wow. Mm. Stupid. How long, were you guys, how long were you there for? Uh, we were there for 10 days for a wedding. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. It was just dumb. Like one year old. <laughs> so we flew in the morning, didn't mm-hmm. sleep until the last hour. So yeah. that's like 13 hours or something. So that was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And then I said, all right, next time we travel, we just travel at night. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> Best thing ever. So now we string him out all day, mm-hmm. and then they go to sleep. But you know, the l- youngest is almost four. She doesn't like watching m- movies and that. Like, just non. Like, would rather play with Play Doh or Lego or something, which is cool. Where the oldest will sit. Well, she's almost five. She'll sit and watch um, stuff. So they're really they're chalk and cheese. So mm-hmm. interesting. But yeah, having kids, man, that's um, probably the biggest thing that made me grow up, I think. And some people think oh, I haven't even grown up, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the thing that was like, whoa, how selfish am I? Mm-hmm. Fuck. It just hits home. It's like it's like a light switch. Best thing ever, mm-hmm. but relentless. Oh, well. At least you're not a race car driver then. You're, so yeah. you're, you're in a safe job now. You don't have to worry. Well, I do. You do, do race. You do race? Oh, you race? Do. I do. I do cars or drones? <laughs> uh, no nah, cars. Yeah, or, cool. Oh, or, cool. What kind of stuff? Um, it's a Wolf GB08. So it's um, uh, it's, oh, I have to show you a photo because yeah, I, let's I, check it out. Most people, in fact, I've, most people sort of see it and go, oh yeah. So it's it's um, oh wow, cool. So it's oh, okay, a, okay it's like that's a, serious. Okay. So, so it's, it's a one kind of style. Yeah, kind mm. of. Yeah, it's killer. It's got so 
so that's um been at the bend it's got the lat record at the bend just the record um really so <laughs> um but yeah i love it right so, how so, is the bend is it is oh, it's phenomenal yeah mate it's it's ridiculously good mm. good so, thing for the state yeah it is the best thing ever yeah. like I, I you know you look at Phillip Island, sure. or you look at Sydney Motorsport, which yeah. you know Phillip Island's the key, key one. And the guy that I know, he got out of the car. He's driven Spa, he's driven Red Bull Ring, he's driven Le Mans. And he goes, man, it's possibly the best track in the world. Really? And it's here That's in awesome. Adelaide. So well done, Shahids. Thank you for that. So and is it going to start? <laughs> is it going to start attracting big stuff? Do you think? Yeah, I don't. I don't think they. I don't think it's graded to get F1. Okay. But they are definitely looking at trying to bring um, some, um, um, not European, oh God, what is it? You know, when you drive for a long time. Oh, it's, it's totally NASCAR? Oh, oh yeah, NASCAR. No, 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 no. They're trying to get uh, endurance events. Here. Endurance events, yeah. And cool. that'll bring people from all around the world. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think they will. Cool. Um, you know, I think they want to get embedded down there. I think they had 40,000 people uh, for the V8. Yeah. They were pretty happy with that. That's good to know. Um, but to, for the state to have that, yeah. and we have that Adelaide Festival of Speed. Yeah. What They're doing some cool things, like yeah. those guys where they're driving the cars around on the street for their promo videos and things, and people love it. Yeah. And mm. who would have thought Adelaide would let you do that? I mean, this is such a nanny state. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Like, I love Adelaide, but I hate hearing that people have to go into a state to get work. Like, to yeah. me, mm. you know, we have the best food here. We have the best, oh, we definitely have the best coffee, although I quit coffee seven weeks ago. But oh, so we have everything here that's so good. Mm. And you don't know it unless you live here. Mm. Yeah. You know, we've just, the new warehouse manager we've just hired from Sydney. So he's living here and he's like, damn, it's pretty good. Yeah, like, yeah. and, you, and you leave and come back and you're like, shit, well, well you know, why, why would we leave? That's what happened to us. And yeah. everyone goes, oh, but you're missing Brisbane. I said, no, hell no. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not missing Brisbane. Like I'm, I would rather be here and different group of friends. You know, I guess, you know, older school, you know, not some school friends there, but yeah, the reality is that you're more comfortable. Both our families are all from here. Yeah. So it is about being back here in Adelaide. And I, I love it. And I, I'm a, I, would, I don't know how we get more people here with, um, yeah, how we get more people here. Like that, that's what we've got to somehow do and whether the government needs to throw in free payroll tax or something for businesses starting yeah. or something. There, there needs to be that incentive and, and less of the sort of, you know, the the hoops you have to jump through to get, you know, especially even, you know, the small bars thing was, you know, a good example, I suppose, of a way to you know, revitalise the CBD. But I've got to make this started a restaurant down, down south. But the amount of, you know, council stuff you have to go to to get something up and off the ground and the, and the whole community is 100% behind it this you know, this is amazing it's going to be packed out well you can't open on the weekend yet you, know, you can't have your liquor license up and running yet yeah and it's got to change I think so. um, and uh, I think I'm no liberal labourer but you can That's see sure. Marshall is trying to make things for business and I don't, it's not politics but sure. you can see some of the things that they're trying to if you know, live and let live, he's said a few times, is that people can want to sit there and open a coffee shop on midnight to whatever. Yeah. Let them do it. Sure. Because they're having a crack. So we need that and we can't just rely on defence, albeit defence is exciting, but the the fact that we're not taking nuclear subs here is just a, it's a joke. So It's exciting, but it, I, I mean, I don't personally see it as the, you know, obviously it's big money and it's big dollars and it's a lot of jobs, but it, 
for me, it's not necessarily the, the exciting part of the future of South Australia, right? Like there's other things that we can be doing in, in, in alignment with that that, you know. Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think we should be, we should be storing and mining uranium and, and we'd be the wealthiest country in the world. Yeah. But we're not because people are worried about, you know, Fukushima as the last. Or, sure. you know, it's on a fault line. It's on the coast. I mean, we got no fault lines in the middle of our country. And you you could you could abolish taxes by just having that, and I don't know why someone's not pushing for that other than mm. the greenie saying you can't do it. Mm. You know, things like technology's come a long way. We mine it already. We send it out away. You know, if you mine it and then use it and store it here, it, it you would become such a powerhouse in the world. And I, I just don't know why we're not doing it. I just think there needs to be more thought process put into what are the options and, and actually, you know, having people out there with, you know, with strong voices actually going for them as opposed to just trying to stick to the status quo or, you know, just... Uh, yeah, I, and I'm, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, look, I'm not skilled enough to know the ins and outs, but sure. you know nothing happens in, the, you know we'll never populate the middle of the, 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 sure. the, the, no, the, the middle of South Australia. You, we're you hope, mining. You hope not. Well, we are <laughs> mining it already. Uh, I don't know why no one's pushing it because everyone's worried about you know no politician wants to pick it up because it's got so much backlash. I sure. mean, we I sat next to the guy for the subs and he we we bought a nuclear sub and now we're converting it to diesel. Like, oh, uh, really? why the hell are we doing that? And he looked at me. He goes, Yeah, I know because you know yeah you've got the French, Americans, China. They're all got nuclear subs. Yeah. So I said, what's that mean? He goes, well, first of all, you can hear our subs, so we'll be the first one shot. <laughs> and second of all, like, they go 90 days underwater and our subs can only go 30. And mm. it's like, why? Why would you do that? I don't... I don't to me, it just seems That's silly strange. because of a few people worried about what happens. <clears> I, mean. I don't but, know enough about nuclear, but it, it does seem from what, I, what I've read and what I've heard that outside of those edge cases like uh, Fukushima, you know, it, it is more of a renewable resource than, yeah. than yeah. other things that are out there. So. I've heard it's pretty safe. I think Australia's a pretty good spot for it as well, like relative mm. to other countries. Yeah. Mm. I think it's just the waste that's the issue, right? Just the waste. Well, yeah. we, you know, we've got a lot of... Uh, yeah, I agree, just, but yeah. they, they've come to, to... You know, you can contain it. We already mine it here. Mm. So we're already storing it here. Yeah, we just, just dump it in the desert somewhere. Well, yeah, dig a big <laughs> hole and you know, put it in some containers and, and you know then by that stage we'll be flying to another planet yeah. Yeah. if it's up to Elon. Yeah. So yeah, let's let Elon fly it off. Yeah. That, 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 that's the next big thing though. Is um, oh. I, I listened to an interview with uh, Bezos, uh, you know, Jeffrey, mm. but he was talking about, yeah, like, you know, space and, and, and mining and also dumping, really, like that becoming the next sort of place where we, we can get stuff yeah, off, off Earth. Yeah. Mm. Um, and you know, well, apparently it makes there's a lot of sense. Apparently, there's I think they've already got two thousand. It's either two or twenty thousand people already signed up to go to Mars. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's insane. And never come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That is nuts. Yeah, yeah, nuts. Yeah. Yeah. People think, came, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I think also with the what's it called SpaceX Elon Musk company. Yeah. Um, they're going to send the first like space tourists to the moon. So. Oh yeah, they're, well, they're going to trip around the moon, aren't they? they yeah. Released it. yeah. Some, some oh, so how's it Chinese guy. Just yeah. Chinese guy. Yeah. Japanese. No, was it Japanese? Yeah. Twenty twenty three. Japanese billionaire. They're just going to do like a loop around the moon. Is that? I think so. Yeah. Fly by basically. It takes a week. 
Yeah, right. Did you did you know yeah, that? That'd cool. um, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Did you know that? Do you want to hear a story? About them? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> we went now to we went to um, NASA and we it was um, with Pepsi and we had a private like a, a tour. Oh. So we got to sit in the old mission control. Oh. Like, you know, it was pretty cool. Awesome. And we got to have lunch with it. So it's small table. I just got to have lunch mm. with an astronaut. Mm. And he tells you the story of, and you tell me what you think of this, but in the mission control, they have all the plaques on the left-hand side mm-hmm. and the astronauts come up with the plaques, right? Mm-hmm. And all of them, they write their name. Mm-hmm. And then once they, they go up, it comes like it stays on the wall and when they land they do a big ceremony where they grab the plaque off that side of the wall and go to the other side of the wall and put the plaque up right okay. two plaques that have haven't moved from the wall uh-huh. one of them was um apollo 13 is that no what what, what uh, one 11 yeah, yeah. No, yeah no, no 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 well one of columbus oh, yeah. i think and then yeah. Apollo, yeah, apollo 13 and and on it every one of these plaques so there's like 200 or something missions into mm-hmm. space whether it's space so all of them have astronaut names mm-hmm. all of them mm. Apollo 13 no astronaut name mm. they didn't make it <laughs> I'm just I'm just flagging I'm not a conspiratist but it's the only plaque without names in the whole in the whole lot yeah. mm. anyway I don't think, I think it's Apollo 11 maybe but but the moral of the story was I went oh you know, he, he just laughed. He, he actually said, "He goes, you'd have to be naive to think that we're the only things in this planet." Mm. Yeah, that, that's what mm. an, an astronaut. So he's done three three missions, two to the space station. Yeah, wow. So it's that sort of stuff that you, you when you <laughs> see it and you go, "Damn, that's like it's it's really interesting that mm. you know the moon's only a couple of days away." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was, yeah. I thought it was a long one. Yeah. Yeah. I th- and I think that stuff will all start becoming a bit closer to us. It's th- it's th- it's not going to be within the reach of you know, uh, you know your average jet star tourist in the next fifty mm. years. But you know the next it will be eventually though. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah. Intergalactic travel. Mm. Oh. Yeah, but even close, you know, Mars will become something that will, you know whatever happens there. But yeah, you know, tourist spot, yeah. It's just it's I don't know what happened with Mars. Mars takes six months to get to. Yeah, yeah. the distance has just yeah, become. Right. But you can't actually live on Mars because of their like um, radiation from the sun. Yeah. I, I, oh, okay. I, I think they, they talked about colonizing it. With yeah. I mean, they they like need to have like create like an ozone huge, layer or something. Like, I don't know. Like human, what do you call it? City. <laughs> yeah. Know, like a bowl. Kind like of in that, the dome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that, that TV show. The yeah, dome. You'd, you'd either have to do a dome kind of thing, yeah, or like yeah. essentially change the whole. Uh, yeah. Terraform or something. Yeah, terraform. Wear a lot of sunscreen yeah. all the time. Keep that radiation. Yeah. Out. But <laughs> if, if people say, you know. Why go to Mars and try and terraform Mars when we already have a planet that's <laughs> pretty well terraformed? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. If I had a billion dollars, I'd fly around the moon. Yeah. Sure. I'd check it out, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it won't be that much. No. It's not a billion dollars. No, no, but yeah. however much it's going to cost. Millions. Millions? Surely. Yeah. yeah, millions. Yeah, surely it'd be in the millions. So that's, yeah, you hear lots of stories. And that's why Elon's become popular and unpopular is because yeah, sure. the Americans had a deal that the, all the NASA pods, um, you know, I, I can't remember who was selling them, but they were charging like a million dollars, whatever it was to get there. Mm-hmm. And then Elon comes in with something that's half price, mm. yeah. more people. In yeah. this luxury pod, that, mm. you know, and they're like, well, hang on, why would I go in this dodgy pod? That's apparently what happened. I wish I'd 
Yeah. I should have listened a bit harder. I, I wonder how like far more detail. Like what <laughs> like what the process was of him like making that company, like all the like all the shit he had to like go through to make like to build a company that could launch something to space. Like the laws but there's a stuff. there's a lot of there's a lot of private space companies. There's, there's a couple okay. in South Australia. There's, there's people that okay. you know, there's, there's a shitload of yeah. stuff are, in space. What are yeah. the space laws then? Can we start our own yep, space company? Can. Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah. Okay. In fact, no one owns no one owns the moon. Mm. Mm. So that's yeah. why they there was such a rush uh, to get there, Apollo 13, um, <laughs> that they wanted to beat the Russians there mm. because they, everyone was worried at the time. That first of all, they wanted to prove how good they were, but they yeah, went sure. for the space race. Mm. But they were also worried that, oh, hang on, what happens if someone says they're going to live there? Mm. Yeah, like, yeah. Sure, claim it. Claim it, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, uh, that was causing a reason. That's why no one's, no one's gone back there since. Mm. Like, I imagine it's going to be like Antarctica maybe Is this going to kind of be a little bit split up Neutral zone I don't know, I don't know. I'm w- like well, Timeshare like hotel Timeshare time planets <laughs> <laughs> Airbnb <laughs> Ooh, <I> like it. <laughs> Maybe mm. Alright guys Alright well yeah. cheers for coming down JP It's awesome to have you oh, It's We've good Covered quite a bit of ground I'm gonna eat yep. this we, we haven't eaten too much. Yeah, I can't wait to bloody. I actually can't wait to eat this now. I'm like, I've been sitting there trying to get away from it. Now. It is yeah. br- it is brutal chewing on the microphone. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> you sit like a meter back. <laughs> um, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. No, no problem. Yeah, um, really interesting. I've had a bowl. That's this is fun. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, anytime. I'm, I want to go for a drive in the Tesla. Out <laughs> <laughs> <Start> there. <laughs> Yeah, anytime. I'm I'm up for. I love taking people for drives. It blows people's minds away. It's yeah. it's mind blowing. Sweet. All right, cheers, mate. Sweet. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Cheers, Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye. Bye.